When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And now, live from the TCL Broadcast Studios, it's Joe Souchere and Patrick Royce with Sports Talk. What's the key to the Gopher basketball team? Uh, Dallas. <laughs> uh, Richard Coffey's son, Amir Coffey, was a national recruit and decided to stay home. Yeah. Kid from Hopkins. He's a sophomore. He's really good. Uh, Nate Mason was a good player. He got suspended for a few games there at the end of the 15-16 uh, uh, team, but he's a senior now. He's a good player. Uh, Reggie Lynch, uh, he transferred from Illinois State. Not much of an offensive player, but he's a huge body. He's a, a Dyna kid. Mm -hmm. uh, Kevin Lynch's uh, nephew, right? Kevin Lynch's nephew, I believe he is, yes. And uh, then uh, they got the freshman who, Jelly Bean or uh, Jelly Jam or whatever the hell his name is, Jelly Stone. Jelly Jam. Jelly Stone, whatever his name <laughs> is. He's the kid. He was the best player in New York. Wow. And uh, he came out here, and uh, we're hoping... Everything works out in you're that area. You're hoping. <laughs> yeah, we're hoping. He's a good player. Mm -hmm. uh, but he's not starting yet. But then uh, uh, then Jordan Murphy, who was a really good freshman on that horrible team, but he's the only good player they had, really, the, for the 15-16 uh, team. Last year, first month, six weeks, he, he and Lynch didn't know how to play together, and he got to be really good, and now he's been fantastic in two games is all. But... Uh, He's he's a really good player, and uh, who's my fifth starter? Oh, uh, Dupree, Dupree McBrayer. McBrayer is uh, McBrayer is not a bad player either. So they're fifteenth in the country. Yeah, they'll be moved up because they wanted Providence. Anybody who got beat ahead of them, they'll move up because Providence is supposed to be okay. They're supposed mm -hmm. yeah, they're to be a tournament team. Probably be an NCAA tournament team. So yeah. so things are looking up on the basketball front. Yes, they are, and uh, they apparently sold out their season tickets for students. They're uh, they're still way down with adults. They uh, they announced nine thousand something for an exhibition game, and then ten thousand for the first regular season game. So that must mean they sold about nine. Whatever they announced for that exhibition is probably where their season tickets are. And you know their season tickets used to be twelve thirteen thousand, mm -hmm. and they got all the way down to about. Four or five. Does so the barn hold less than it did fifty years oh, ago? Oh God, yes. Uh, the uh, the fire marshals. Yeah, when when Edgerton won the state title yep. in nineteen sixty. Yeah, they had eighteen thousand one hundred on Thursday night. Eighteen thousand four hundred on Wednesday night. Yeah, I mean on a Saturday on Thursday Friday night yep. and damn near nineteen thousand on Saturday. And that night. was the fire marshal looking the other yeah. way. And, oh yeah, back then. And Hell, they, you could smoke in the oh, stadium back then. Oh yeah, you could the heaters. 
They had the smoke hung out and yeah. all wood. Yeah. I always said if if a fire had started, nobody would have survived. No. Even the players couldn't have gotten off the court, you yeah. know. <laughs> it was all wood, but uh we, we survived that. But then they came in, they reduced it once to the high fifteens, and then they came in again and made them put more aisles in and more mm-hmm. more exits and stuff like that, so people could escape. It's still a fire trap, but not what it was. Is that part of the new Gopher Complex? The Athletic Village is a new basketball arena. No, or no, we're in the barn. No, we're in, well, the, barn. We're in the barn forever. Yeah, yep. yeah, okay. we we love the barn, but mm-hmm. but the new Athletic Complex is uh, is uh, doesn't have a any kind of a competitive facility it's all practice i have a question because i was looking at the schedule pat yesterday and one thing mm-hmm. i noticed um because you know, i w- i wanted to see who they're playing in the acc big 10 mm-hmm. challenge they're miami, home right? against miami but when they start big 10 play they uh they host rutgers and they go to nebraska but then they have four more yes the, uh, the non-conference the, the games. big 10 changed that this year to get more viewership on the Big, Big Ten Network in December. Oh, they, wanted, okay. they had such rotten games in December sure. that they now have two teams playing conference games. Well, another reason is their tournament is a week earlier so they could play it in the uh, Big East. And in uh, Madison, yeah, Square, Madison Garden. Square Garden. Okay. They're playing their Big Ten tournament this year at Madison Square Garden, Joe, as they still attempt to convince New Yorkers that they're part of the Big Ten because of Rutgers. Mm-hmm. But the the Big East uh, has possession of that arena on the on what's the traditional last weekend of the season. So they're playing it. They're playing their tournament a week earlier. Whoever goes to the NCAA tournament from the Big Ten will have as you know, if you get beat in the first or second round, you'll have two weeks off before you play a tournament game. I don't think it's a good idea, hmm. but that's what. Delaney doesn't give a damn about competitiveness. He just cares about uh, you know, the bottom people line. People to watch on TV. Yeah, and the Timberwolves won at Utah. Yes, and uh, they've been very quiet from the Ricky fans today. Uh, the uh, Ricky fans who were very upset that uh, how much better Ricky was than Teague. Uh, Ricky, Ricky's been basically horrible the last five six games for Utah, and he was horrible last night. So uh, we haven't heard anything. So. Does he still have a contingent here? Yes, mm-hmm. yes. I I got a I got a pleading email from a guy yesterday, saying please write a column pointing out how much more entertaining the a much more likable last year's Timberwolves team was than this year's Timberwolf team, and the basic message being this person loved Ricky, uh, but that team won thirty one games, right? Thirty one, yeah. Right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I didn't think it was lovable at all. Thirty-one no. and fifty-one is not lovable. No, <laughs> it's hard to be lovable. Did you hear about? I got a. I don't know if I should tell you. Did you hear about the feud we got going? No, which one? Mackie, <laughs> Mackie, and me. Oh, you do, huh? Yeah, Inner Merle. Yeah, he uh, he went after Reavers and me on Twitter yesterday. Okay, uh, about our uh, two-year-old tweets on Richard Patino. Mm-hmm. Now with Reavers. He found some really hot takes. Piping. Piping hot takes. <laughs> maybe under the influence of beer. With Couple me, more. he had to really manipulate the truth to try to make me look bad. So I blocked him. Oh, you blocked he's, him. I blocked him on Twitter. He's, <laughs> he's, uh, and he ain't getting back either. 
He ain't getting back. There's nothing he can do to get back at my good graces on Twitter. Well, what's his uh, belief? That Patino's oh, the Patino. answer? Mm-hmm. Well, and, yeah. and the team oh, is, no, is good. Patino. But the, the team but, is good. But the problem was, or is, Phil likes to go back when the team was rotten, rotten. and we were calling them rotten. Yes, and saying you can't do that because you have to respect the process that eventually the team will be good, which is something I despise. Well, they were 8-23 and 23 and had the worst season in the history and 120 years of gopher basketball. So it's, it's it stands alone. Respect right? the culture. It, it stands alone. Well, he can't be culture boy, though. Patino's no. not a culture boy. No, no, no. I will never put Patino in the same class as Fleckhead. You know, <laughs> culture boy. Mm-hmm. Patino... Talks English. He doesn't throw out all that. That family. is true. Yes, he, he does. doesn't throw out. You know when he says family, mm-hmm. he's talking about family. Talking about his wife and kids. Yeah, yeah. He's not saying forget about me. I love you. Mm-hmm. You know, like <laughs> the jackasses, mm-hmm. <laughs> Fleckenstein. Anyway, can Fleckenstein beat Northwestern? Yeah, Northwestern has won five in a row, but yeah. boy, they made hard work of it. I was listening actually in the car, listening to their game with Purdue the other night because I was driving from someplace, and uh, they were making a struggle out of it at home against Purdue. But they're that coach down there is pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. I told you about the we got our facility. Yeah, they're building the thing down there on the lake. Really, two hundred and. $10 million athletic facility really? on the lake. Really? Yeah, right at the lake's right across well, the street. the lake's not far from the campus. No, and they but the right across the road there, whatever yeah. that North Shore Drive or whatever it is, is the... Is Sheridan this, Road. This one's even bigger than the one we're building here at uh, for the Gophers, so... That surprises me. I would think if anything... They're all North, in on football, man. They must be. Mm-hmm. They, they really changed their mind, and I think they're pumping more money into that rotten old basketball arena. There's a, it's it's much worse than the Gopher Arena, Welsh Ryan Arena. All right, just uh, just a moment, Rook. Why don't you take us to the break? I got to ask you a question. Yep. On the uh, three to four hour on Friday, do you guys want a update from the Brown and Gold store at uh, Wyomania in Laramie? These boys aren't here. Uh, Friday oh, football fun are, fest. Oh, that's Let's right. The oh. Friday football fun well, fest. Okay. So I'll yes, have to call in for <laughs> so yes, but six. yes, we do anyway. Wyoming. Yeah. Well, I don't get I don't get to Laramie until Friday, and then we go immediately to the Brown and Gold store. You have to. I These have got to be the worst colors any team has ever had. Brown and gold. It just it doesn't doesn't jump out at you. What you do know? you go there for? To buy T-shirts? Yeah. And stuff? Well, oh, yeah. he goes Trace, there to be the chauffeur. I think he's Trace, the chauffeur. I think Trace gets a cut. I don't know what the <laughs> deal is. You gotta you gotta order ahead of time if you want certain uh, certain apparels. Now this is it, right? This, this is your is last Wyomania. Yeah, this is my last one. I had to do one last one. I couldn't have the my last taste. Of Wyomania being losing sixty three to fourteen to Boise State in a blizzard at midnight, that cannot be it. I needed something better than that. So the forecast is promising. Yeah, forty right? something. It's a two o'clock kickoff, and well, you can't uh, beat that. You got an afternoon game. Two o'clock kickoff. Yeah. So uh, what part of the state are you in again? Laramie. Okay, Laramie. And the Laramie has the tallest building in the state of Wyoming, Kenny. It's an eight story. Dormitory on campus. <laughs> I was in Laramie uh, last spring. What's Where the capital? Cheyenne. 
I believe it is. Isn't yeah. it which Helena? Is, uh, which is That's really Montana. 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 Wrong state. Yeah, oh, yeah. Is, is South Dakota. Cheyenne is just east of. No, uh, Huron is not South Dakota. Mm-hmm. Pierre. Pierre is South Dakota. Pierre. Bismarck. What did I say? Pierre. You said. You said. Pierce. Uh, you yeah. Said Pierre. Something else. Pierre. Pierce. Which Bismarck. Is up there by Saint Cloud. That's yeah. North Dakota. Yeah. Pierce. Yeah. Now, do you fly to Denver? Exactly Pierce. Yeah. Hey. Uh, yes, fly to Denver and the and boys will pick me up. Oh, the intensive drive. How long yeah, of a drive? I don't have to take that. Doesn't look like I, it's more than three hours. Uh, it's about three hours. Yeah. I don't have to. Well, it depends on if it's snowing or not. But uh, I don't have to take that 16 seater where they make sure they balance the weight like the time I flew Ooh. into Cheyenne. And, oh. She was wobbly. Ooh. Do you turn in Fort Collins and take 287? I'd rather fly with Roy Halliday than I was doing there, man. Do you, do you take 287 into Laramie? He doesn't know road uh, names, can he? I don't know. We got a bus. We, we turn bus. left. We take the bus. <laughs> we used to have vans. That's when the drunks were all flying, flying, driving vans, and me finally said, you know, why am I sitting in the back risking my life when I haven't had a drink in 25 years? Yeah, but who wants you behind the wheel of a van? <laughs> well, me or... You go through dangerous mountain passes? Doesn't look like Not it. Not really, but we did... They skirt them. They're the on the One year side. we went up the mountain to eat mm-hmm. uh, dinner. I think on Friday, on Saturday night, and got caught in a snowstorm and damn near didn't get down. Hmm. Where'd you go? Some Italian joint up there? No, uh, Mount. Uh, it was a snowy river, rustic place. Oh, okay. Everybody hammered, and then we come out and the bus can't get up the road to get even out of the place, <laughs> and the guys down there, he's got the. He's trying to put the chains on this big bus. Oh, boy. Yep. He's jacking them up. He's jacking it up, and his head is underneath the bus. Oh. And I'm going, I'm, I'm the only one out there, like, this is why he handing is. him stuff. Interact? What do you got? He, handing him stuff. I got three I got five eights here. He had the red <laughs> rear end about getting stuck up there on the mountain. And I went in there and said, boys, 20 apiece. Let's go. And I got about 300 bucks and went out and handed it to him. It made it a little bit easier. That improved his it didn't mood. put the chains on any faster, did it? It <laughs> improved his mood substantially. I believe it was, Rook, help me, uh, the last time Pat went to Wyomania, we were attempting to get you to call in. We weren't. We were unsuccessful, so Rook did, uh, did you calling in saying we lost Hondo. He disappeared three exits ago. Hondo, uh, <laughs> Hondo fell out a couple about three exits ago. I think the last time you went, Royce, you weren't you doing? You were doing the morning show. No, it no, was just 14 a couple. Was the last time? Oh, I went. 14. But then I went. I went about five, six years in a row, and I've only been there about twice in the last seven, eight years. So this will be the this will be it. I'm done. That is another Wyomania first that, down. No, another oh. brown and gold first down. <laughs> <laughs> and I've been there. I've been there a few times when we didn't get horse. Saying there's another brown and gold first down. There were long moments oh, before. What, league, what conference are they? In? They're in the Mountain West, which used to be the WAC, but it's uh, they then divided up, and uh, they're in the Mountain West. Colorado State's their arch rival. Uh, Vegas is in it. San Diego's in it. Uh, uh, Boise State's the powerhouse. Uh, New Mexico. Is Boise State the team with the blue field? Yep. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't like that. I don't approve. I don't approve either. I don't, either. I don't get it. Don't How about a brown it. and gold field in Wyoming? <laughs> <laughs> well, it is usually pretty brown at this time of year because they, they play on grass. Unless they put in turf. What's their ballpark hold? Oh, 30. Oh. Probably 30. So it's a decent ballpark. Yeah, it's fine. It's, yeah. it's not... Uh, 
They're, they don't have sweets. I was going to say, do they have sweets? Well, they got uh, they got some areas up there that are attached to the press box. But we sit out in the stands. And the bad thing is, when you go with Ringlesby, mm-hmm. it can be 63 to 14. There can be eight minutes left. He's staying. It can be minus 10 and blizzarding, and you got to sit there till the damn thing's over. <laughs> He I do be, not approve. It could be him and twelve other people, and you got to wait for the game to get to end. I'd have a hard time with that. See yeah. what happened to no, him is gotta, what happened to him is he attended school there. He didn't. He was like me at the U. He didn't graduate, but he used to be a really enthusiastic tobacco chewer, mm-hmm. and it damn near killed him. He had like this not cancer, but he had this attack of almost put him in a coma and they said you got to quit chewing so there was really nothing in his life so he became a i called him six a few months later i says how you doing without the tobacco and he says life is not worth living and so so then he became the world's biggest wyoming fan Ah, to make up for chewing tobacco got it yeah well that was it he needed an addiction there's really no there's no like vape equivalent you know you can't there's to chew there's really there's no there's no replacement Worst habit. I got the chew patch, you know, right over here. It's a skull bandit. Uh, have like one of those pins in your uh, lip. Is there. he still covering baseball? Uh, yeah, he works for MLB.com, but his newspaper folded a number of years ago, the Rocky, he's, he's, Rocky Mountain News. Strikes me as the kind of guy that would have a drink for breakfast. No, no, he's a very light. Even in really? His, even in his best days, he wasn't much of a oh. drinker, which separates him from most of the people who visit Wyoming. <laughs> yeah, see, I've got this image of a drunken brawler in my no, uh, no, almost no, a Hunter no, S. Thompson no, no, guy. No, not him. No, not him, but he's, there's a few there, but not him. <laughs> Not him. There's, right. uh, I'm not going to name names. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Let's hold back on <laughs> protect that. the innocent. But Good thing are, it's almost time to There are a few guys who could use an intervention, but I'm not going <laughs> to waste my time. <laughs> Sports talk will be back shortly. Here's John Hyde in the news. That that's just ju- guys. Time. That's Thank why you. we can't have a just live video feed in this studio. That's why. It, it could be podcast. No, something no. bad happened. What happened? Oh, we, it's just vileness yeah, of everything. Let's bring that on the air. No, we I would cannot. be a uh, I would be a satellite radio pro. Right? <laughs> he's just talking about things that he's an expert at. I know okay. how to take yeah. it way too far. Howard Stern would be off the air. Howard Stern would be blushing. He'd listen to that show. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. Here's John Height. Uh, thanks, Drew. Cloudy and 44 degrees. <laughs> Day off for the Vikings. They'll resume tomorrow as they get ready to play the 7-2 and two Rams on Sunday. Uh, their GM, Rick Spielman, apparently unhappy with yeah. Fox's decision to go with Greg Olson in the broadcasting booth for the Vikings-Rams game. Uh, Olson's on injured reserve with a foot injury for the Carolina Panthers. He can return Week 12 against the Jets. The Vikings play the Panthers on December 10th. Spielman reportedly said he thinks it's inappropriate. Why? I don't get it. Because he's still on the Panthers roster. Yeah, but, but who cares? They play the Panthers in a yeah, couple but of weeks. What's, what's he going to learn? He's not going to sit in on those uh, informational No, that's, things. that's what he's protesting. Because they come into the... the yeah, the, but they're not going to let him do that. Fox intends to keep Olsen on the Vikings game, but they say he'll have uh, less pregame access. Why to would the, the Panthers sign off on this? He's still an active player. What do they care? Ratings. We're worried about ratings. We want to help ratings. He's supposed to be a quipster. I think it'll be fun. Who cares? You think it'll have, you think it has anything to do with whether you beat the Panthers or not? I don't. 
Plus, he won't be playing against them, right? No, that's the week he's supposed to come back is when they play the Vikings. No, no he comes back on the 10th against the Jets. Oh, week, yes. No, he comes yeah. back week 12 against yes. the Jets. Yes, and the Vikings play them the week December before that. 10th. Right? Yeah. Okay. I'm not sure what week that is. Oh, December 10th. Okay. Yep. Well, maybe you can give them all kinds of good information. The uh, Minnesota Wild at home tonight. They're playing the Philadelphia Flyers at the Excel Energy He'll Center. tell them stuff like block Everson Griffin. It's <laughs> a good idea here. You know, block him. News Call notes. Matt Khalil. <laughs> Don't play Matt Khalil against Everson Griffin. That's, right. That might be the advice. <laughs> News notes from today. Two juveniles in the car when that teen was killed in an Andover hit-and-run are now facing second-degree murder charges while committing Oof. a felony. 17-year-old Tristan Robinson killed Friday night in the hit-and-run. Police later said they were investigating the incident as a murder. They sought three suspects, 17-year-old Davian Maddox, 16-year-old Jaden Meadows, 19-year-old Lauren Gaffner, who police say was driving the car. They were later arrested. This afternoon, juvenile petitions were filed in Anoka County detailing the following events of the alleged drug deal-turned-robbery. Robinson's friends had told police he stepped outside after playing video games because he thought he heard other friends arriving. His friends in the house then said they heard a dull collision and screeching tires but didn't see a vehicle. When they went outside. They saw Robinson in the street with multiple injuries. He was pronounced dead at the scene. Police responding to the scene found a digital scale in the driveway and observed drag marks consisting of hair and blue denim, indicating somebody had been dragged about 20 feet. Police found a Snapchat group message that referenced someone possessing high-grade marijuana. Police say some people on the thread were interested in buying it. Police at that point called in Meadows for questioning, and he told police Maddox and Gaffner picked him up to go get some weed. Told authorities the two told him to get the marijuana and take it. He took the bag from Robinson at the scene, ran to the car. Robinson followed him and tried to hold the door open, but Meadows said one of the other boys pulled out a 9mm pistol and Jeez. pointed it at Robinson. Oh, my God. Robinson grabbed the door handle, was dragged as Gaffner backed up, and then Robinson fell. Meadows reported he heard multiple thuds. Oh. Meadows also said Maddox and Gaffner threatened to kill him if he told anyone what happened. Those juvenile petitions filed today. Charges still pending for the driver of the car, Gaffner, who is 19 years old. Wow. Worker at the Oakdale High V has been charged with fifth-degree criminal sexual conduct after a customer reported he touched her when she was sitting in the dining area. 24-year-old Joshua White of St. Paul charged in connection with the incident. Police called to the Oakdale High V 3.54 in the morning to report of, on the report of an unwanted man in the store. Manager told authorities the man, White, was an employee refusing to leave after a woman reported he groped her. Woman said she sat in the dining area eating an ice cream sandwich, waiting for a ride. Said that's when White approached her. He returned a few minutes later and sat next to her, and she says she was touched by the man. Police said surveillance video shows White sitting next to the woman. His hands are not visible. White told police the woman appeared intoxicated, and he was just trying to help her. Mm-hmm. Hey, those high V's stay open uh, 24 hours? I, I was unaware of that, yeah. but apparently. Yeah. Really, 24 hours? Mm-hmm. Wow. I do like me some high V, though. Somebody told that. me they're slowing down on their uh, their uh, here in the Twin Cities, though. They're not going to open as many stores. Never that seen may one have been before. me. I have never been to a, a, uh, Do yourself a favor. Sunday you sample that? day is pretty darn good. Oh, yeah. I'm sure I'm going to run off to a grocery store on a Sunday for some oh. sample BS. I did on Sunday. Well, of course you did. High V has a great You're selection a of chicken breasts. Trust me. Really? Okay. All flavored. Very okay. good. Oh. Very good. I concur with Johnny. Well, you know, I'm just fearing I'll swap that. swap you to I'm just fearing that. <laughs> How about some ham? You got you know ham? What? I'm just fearing that day when I'm 
down in Fort Myers, staying down there and working at the public. Guys, Publix. I'm <laughs> you banging at Publix? Be the 83 year old guy at at Publix giving out little weenies. <laughs> Would you like a weenie? How about a Trisket? <laughs> How about paper or plastic? What these do you got, are, Delmer? These are our new olive-flavored Triscuits. You'd make a good greeter. I would. You guys would all make good women. <laughs> hey, buddy, wow. buy this. That Pat, you would be good suggestive. So like, just buy this and get out of here. Let's go. I'm not talking. Speaker Paul Ryan said... Unbelievable. I'll be in the garage welding. <laughs> <laughs> Speaker Paul Ryan said today GOP Senate candidate Roy Moore should drop out of the special election race in Alabama. Uh, the Wisconsin Republican said he should step aside. He's going to win by 8 to 10 points. Ryan said the allegations are credible. He said if he cares about the values and the people who claim that he claims he cares about, he should step aside. Growing number of GOP senators have withdrawn support for Moore, who has remained defiant amid the accusations and has denied the charges. Star Tribune reporting Minnesota making one final push today to have Bloomington selected to host the World's Fair in 2023. Oh, my God. As delegates in Paris. The World's Fair is so irrelevant in mm-hmm. modern it's society. It's come and gone 100 years ago. Yeah, nobody gives a damn. All the uh, delegates are in Paris this afternoon from 130 countries preparing to vote tomorrow on this site. The city represents the U.S.'s bid for Expo 2023 and is one of three mm-hmm. international finalists vying to be the host city for that year. The other bids, aside from Bloomington, come from Buenos Aires, Argentina, and Lodz, Poland. Go to Poland. Yeah, yeah my, give my visit. people something to be happy about. Yeah. Was the World's Fair in St. Paul in the late 1800s? No. You sure? Pretty sure. Mm-hmm. It was in Chicago around then. If chosen, Bloomington yeah, would well, be... That was back when they were showing off stuff like electricity. Right. Stuff. If chosen, <laughs> Bloomington would be oh, the... Oh, wow. First Look at that light. First Look American at that hot air balloon. Hey. <laughs> be the first American city to host a World's Fair in almost 40 years. Minnesota's World's Fair bid committee, Bloomington City staffers and elected officials arrived in Paris earlier this week. Mayor Gene Winstead said he's excited and looking forward to the vote, saying, I genuinely believe we have a fair shot. At this thing, are there rides at the World's Fair? I am like no a Midway. Idea. Not sure. Yeah, I think you got. And they got the old school freak well, shows too. Well, there's the ride in the Men in Black. There was the ride out at. That oh was yeah, the that's old right. World's Fair. They were out at in uh, Men in Black, right? That turned into a rocket ship or something. After years of online pleading and media inquiries, HBO has announced plans to reboot one of its most beloved series, Deadwood. A Western drama that the network scrapped. Get, go through this again. After three seasons, <laughs> looks to have a revival set for production as soon as next year. That word comes from Casey Bloys, HBO's top programming exec, who confirmed to TV Line that creator David Milch has delivered what he calls a terrific script, which they're inclined to do. He told TV Line, the one thing I was concerned about was I wanted a script that would stand on its own for Deadwood fans and non-fans, and David this- delivered that. The swearing gun use the C word. That's what I'm, I'm sure he does. <laughs> the big <laughs> ones. The belongs. He, yes. he can put that word inside oh, of yeah. other words. Uh, <laughs> yes. He's so yeah. good at it. The series came to a somewhat unsatisfying note, uh, ending in 2006. No, they 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 stopped it before it should have been over because I, I. Oh, I, the I, end was yeah. You know, I got I have trouble with all those from that period of time because I the, the lack of hygiene bothers me. 
<laughs> yeah, and there was a distinct lack there. They I were, just don't like the lack. Of the streets are all They were muddy hunched over in the streets. <laughs> That's why you don't want to bring back horses. Yeah, yeah, right. They poop well, out yeah. the street. Well, and, so are the humans. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. And and there were activities going on where you don't want a lack of hygiene That's in, right. that, in that in that television the show. That's yeah, trouble. You're right. Like this. What is the great series? Game of Thrones. Everybody watches from. England from a hundred years ago. Pinky, Pinky uh, Blinders. Oh, Pinky Blinders. Yeah, I can't Pinky watch blinders. that either because of the lack of hygiene. It bothers me. Huh? You know, Pinky Blinders. <laughs> it's filmed in Birmingham. Birmingham. <laughs> Birmingham. So we you're talking up Will one of these days and get him. I'm going to go see Will. See see you're doing. talking movie, right, John? This is going to be. It'd a movie? be a movie, yes, a Deadwood movie oh, for okay. HBO. But the script is done. The series. The script is done according to and David Milch, the guy who did the original Deadwood, is responsible for the script. That so. guy is a uh, a madman, but a genius. I I ended up in a Twitter discussion thing yesterday with David Simon. Huh. Really? Yeah. Who's he? Uh, uh, the Wire. The wire and, oh, uh, and because uh, he was belittling some uh, right winger, and and I kind of I had responded to this right winger in some way, and then I ended up I don't know if he thought I was a so I just tweeted him back and said, prop Joe forever, but I never got a response from him. My, my favorite, <laughs> my favorite character trolling. from The Wire was uh, Proposition prop Joe. In Virginia, middle school students in a home economics class were mistakenly given a worksheet that quizzed them on what an extramarital affair was. <laughs> as well as what the terms boy toy and trophy wife were. WTVR reported that the teacher at the school outside Richmond, Virginia, had downloaded the worksheet from the Internet. The superintendent for Hopewell School said it was never supposed to be part of the curriculum. Hey, where'd you get the trophy wife? <laughs> boy. Parents at Carter G. Woodson Middle School were angry. The family quiz worksheet was assigned in a family and consumer science class. It began with, uh, well, easy questions. What do you call the father of your father? But... Questions also asked, what do you call it when a married person has a relationship with someone else? And then, what do you call the much younger boyfriend of an older woman? Mm-hmm. I've got jokes for all of those. Yeah, uh, I can tell by your grins. Satellite radio, my friend. <laughs> Lucky. <laughs> a notorious Florida con man will serve his 20-year sentence in solitary at the infamous federal supermax prison at his own request. Huh? Federal judge granted Jimmy Sabatino. Boy, she must really be tough to live with, huh? <laughs> Federal judge granted Jimmy Sabatino's request during a Monday hearing in Miami. South Florida Sun Sentinel said Sabatino told federal judge Joan Leonard the only way to stop him from committing cons is to keep him from contacting the outside world. He's pleaded guilty to running a $10 million fraud from his cell at Miami's federal jail, where he's being held for an earlier fraud. In his latest con, the 41-year-old Gambino crime family associate used smuggled cell phones to dupe luxury retailers to send him jewelry, watches, and other items to him and outside co-conspirators. The Supermax Penitentiary in Florence, Colorado, holds the nation's worst criminals. Jimmy Sabatino is a smooth talker is what they're telling us. <laughs> exactly. So he, what does he want to do? He wants what? He He's, wants no contact with anybody. He went into the Supermax prison, the big one where they hold That in itself seems like a con. What yeah. what angle yeah, is he working yeah, What's he playing? Yeah. yeah, he's got something cooking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Parents, I, they, I, I swear I saw this in an episode of Hogan's Heroes. <laughs> 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 yeah, they put a LeBeau in the cooler. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> 
parents in Farmington, Utah, are petitioning to change the name of a new high school mascot out of concern that when their children cheer from the sidelines, uh, well, it might sound funny. After Farmington High School's choice of mascot, the Phoenix, was named November 1st, Kyle Froughton, a parent of future Farmington students, joined his neighbors to practice cheering for the new team. The group tried cheering for Phoenixes, (laughs) but the plural form didn't sound right, Froughton said. So a quick online search revealed an alternative pluralization, which is Phoenixes. Phoenixes. Okay. Uh, that won't work either. Uh, well, yeah. Especially if you say it three times really fast to yourself. <laughs> they tried the cheer again, and Frotten wrote on a petition, we were horrified to hear that the phonetics of the word Phoenixes are far too close to the word yes. Sure. Pieces. Sure. Right. The ma- uh, mascot, of course, crazy. is the mythical firebird, said to be indestructible as it regenerates itself. Why don't you go with firebirds? Mm-hmm. That's a good question. A good, easier to say. Yes, it is. There, uh, he did reach out. The petition got 2,600 signatures and 300 comments. In the petition, Froughton says that while some say the school will refer to the mascot in the singular form of Phoenix, he said it's grammatically incorrect and will result in a never-ending barrage of vulgar <laughs> insults from rival fans. You could say, go birds. That no, it's rising from the ashes. Look at all the Phoenixes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Kenny, you brought up Hogan's Heroes. Yeah. The great thing about that show was that the great variety of plots that yeah. they had. <laughs> that, yeah. They involved getting out and coming back in. <laughs> yeah, right. I told you I was on that set one time. Duping really? Colonel yeah. Clink. That Colonel Clink boy, he was a real dumb. Yeah, he changed his That set cost him about $12. Yeah. <laughs> but who hasn't wanted a stump in their backyard that you could open the top in and yeah. Yeah. crawl down into your basement? Right. That'd be so awesome. Yeah, somebody used to do a bit saying, can you imagine the pitch for that show to the network executives? Mm-hmm. Here's what we got. A wacky... <laughs> Prisoner of war camp. Yeah, great. World War II no. prison camp. Yeah. <laughs> Nazi prison camp. And when, when Werner Klemper, the uh, Colonel Klink mm-hmm. actor, when he took the role, his family, because of their Jewish heritage, was very upset that he was playing an, uh, mm-hmm. a Nazi uh, mm-hmm. uh, corporal or colonel. But he wasn't making us respect the Nazis. No, once they saw an episode, <laughs> yes. they understood he was mocking Authorities say a naked Florida man burst into a woman's home, ran around inside, and then tried on some of her clothes before mm-hmm. he was finally arrested. Was she home, John? Uh, she was to start okay. with, yes. Okay. The Daytona Beach News Journal says 40-year-old Joseph Voglica is charged with burglary with assault and is jailed on $25,000 I've bail. always wanted to be that intoxicated. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been able to reach that never level where the clothes there. come uh, off and I just go berserk. <laughs> Hell, you could do it up there by the farm. They wouldn't even think it. Yeah, nobody in there. He's just out grilling a hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically what he does over there. Yeah. He's, He's going to walk by already. trail cam again. Have you seen your trail cam hookup? <laughs> Kenny's trailcam.com. <laughs> Police say Vaglinka entered the woman's home through the garage door and then ran through the kitchen, acting irrationally with no clothes on. The woman ran out of the house and ran to her stepson's house next door and called 911. Investigators say Vaglinka went into a bedroom, tried on her clothing, then ran back outside toward the stepson's home. When police got there, he was rolling around on the grass naked. That is fantastic. That is my life goal. What was his drug, John? Uh, they don't say if he was intoxicated or drugged. They do say he has numerous other arrests, most of them for drug charges. So uh, probably uh, had something to do okay, with Okay, I uh, 
I went back and watched the Billy Shaver, Billy Joe Shaver episode yeah. of uh, Tours from the or uh, Tales from the Tour Bus and uh, the Grateful Dead. He missed. He was supposed to play for the Grateful Dead, but he was a day late. But they left him a roll of toilet paper, and he said, "What's this?" And they gave him a roll of toilet paper that on each sheet. They had a dab of LSD on it. Wow. That was the that was wow. the gift they gave him. But then the other wow. thing how is, many squares? That's like a yeah, couple of squares. Of toilet paper. That's a lot of work. Keep you but busy. The, the for other a year. thing is Willie and Waylon were his buddies and they'd give him a variety of, of drugs and then watched how he reacted to see whether they'd <laughs> to see what they wanted to do. Well, you have to realize <laughs> this. Well, he'd sit there smoking pot and see what he LS, did. LSD is mad-made, and it's got strychnine in it. You never yeah. want to be the guinea pig. You got to find some dummy like that to try it Where do I find this here? The second mouse gets the cheese? Uh, Cinemax. Yeah. Cinemax. Cinemax. I don't think Tales. I got Cinemax. Tales. Yeah, you probably do. Well, if you got HBO, uh, you got Cinemax. You do, Joe. There's oh. also, uh, I don't know if they dress it, Patrick, but he he shot a man once in a bar yes, fight. Yes, he did. Yeah, that? I shot him in the cheek. In the cheek. He yes. says, I shot him right between the mother and the bleep. And he didn't. I'm not going to say what else he said. Uh, Jerry really Jeff joke. Walker wrote a song about that yeah. and ended up getting called into court because he had uh, details about the shooting in What's his What's this song. guy's name? Billy, uh, Joe, Billy Shaver. Joe Shaver. But it's there's really eight episodes of it. It's terrific. Yeah. Are they all about Billy Joe? No, no. They're oh. about different crazed country western guys. All right. Mm -hmm. Okay. What do you got on the ride, bro? Oh, man, we got Tim Yatter uh, for Viking Update, uh, giving his view on uh, Case and Teddy and uh, all uh, things that are wonderful about the uh, Vikings right now. And then uh, Rich Gannon uh, with our weekly conversation, which will be great as always. And then we're also, at the top of the hour, going to report uh, the uh, how a couple of feuds are working out, uh, one in the NBA and one a little closer to home. Ooh, I heard about this very controversial one that is a little mm. bit closer to home, and I don't know how it's going to play out. No, well, we don't know either, but uh, somebody needs an apology in this uh, feud, and we'll uh, just see how it works out. Yeah. All right, we can and, handle that. Yes, we, we can handle that. And, that. and the wild prediction tonight. The wild bounce. Is Zucker the only guy that scores tonight? Yeah, but that's enough. He gets a hattie, and it's 3-2. Who we okay. play? We're playing Philadelphia again. What's the deal? We're not in the same division the conference as them, and we play them back-to-back. -back. I don't get it. Uh, we are now the Philly Ambassadors. Yeah, I don't I don't quite get it. All right, All the right. ride is next. Uh, Patrick Royce, 1500 ESPN is KSTP, St. Paul, Minneapolis. It is, what, 43 degrees, Johnny? Call it duty modern warfare is here, and so is Mountain Dew. Roger that. Now you can unlock in-game rewards like only Dew can. Wait, what rewards? A Dew operator skin. Man, I love operator skins. Dual double XP, and even Call of Duty points. You're kidding me. Double XP and Call of Duty points? This is incredible. I can't believe it. This Soldier, get a hold of yourself. Oh, roger that. Look for specially marked packaging and visit mtndugaming.com for details and restrictions. Open to U.S. residents 17 plus. Call of Duty points available on 12 and 24 packs and 320 and 23.